Chapter 54 The Voice of the Heavenly Bridegroom Arise, my darling, my beautiful one, and come along. Song of Solomon 2, 10 and 13 The speaker is the Heavenly Bridegroom, the Lord Jesus Christ. It is His voice we hear, the voice that is as the sound of many waters, that spoke the gracious words, Zechariah 1, 13, the like of which were never uttered on earth. It is to His bride that He speaks, the bride, the Lamb's wife, His chosen, redeemed, called, and sanctified one, given Him of the Father before the world began, His one spouse, His love, His dove, His undefiled, of whom it is written, Christ also loved the church and gave Himself up for her. Ephesians 5.25 This bride, this body, is composed of the saints of all ages, all of them washed in the same blood and clothed with the same righteousness. 1. It is the voice of love. My love, King James Version, is His name for His church. He has other names of endearment for her, but this is the chief name. Everything in Him promises love. Everything that He is, says, and does indicates love, a love that passes knowledge, a love that is stronger than death and the grave, a love that many waters cannot quench nor the floods drown. It is in this tender love that the bridegroom addresses the bride. 2. It is the voice of admiration. My fair one, King James Version, is his name for her. You are all fair, my love, there is no spot in you. The fairest among women, Song of Solomon 6, 1, King James Version, is his name for her, even as her name for him is the outstanding among ten thousand, Song of Solomon 5, 10. The heart of the bridegroom is full of admiration for the beauty and perfection of his bride. She is perfect because of my splendor which I bestowed on her. Ezekiel 16:14 He has ravished our heart and we have ravished his. 3 It is the voice of authority. The husband is the head of the wife. Ephesians 5:23 So is Christ the head of the church. And though it is love that speaks, it is authoritative love. Arise and come along. Obedience is our true position, and no amount of love in him can ever alter this. It's not bondage, but it's obedience. It's not sternness on his part, yet it is authority. Our bridegroom is Jehovah, Emmanuel, King of kings, and Lord of lords. Should we treat his voice as that of an inferior or an equal, or as the voice of him whom no amount of condescension and endearment and admiration can ever make less truly the head of the church, the head of principalities and powers, the head of the universe? Of whom it is said to the church, He is your Lord, bow down to Him. Psalm 45, 11. But when and in what circumstances does He speak these words to His church? Doubtless at His second coming, when calling her to the honor and glory prepared for her. 1. When He calls her up into the clouds to meet Him in the air. He comes for her, and He finds her in the grave. He speaks to her as once before to Lazarus, Come forth, John 11:43. You will call, and I will answer you, Job 14:15. You who lie in the dust, awake and shout for joy, 
Isaiah 26, 19. He summons her from the tomb. He summons her up into the clouds, into his pavilion, where the marriage is celebrated. Come up here. He speaks, she hears, and goes up to meet him for whom she had waited so long. Arise, my love. Verse 13, King James Version. 2. When he calls her into the marriage chamber. The marriage follows the ascension. She goes in with him to the marriage. Blessed are they that are called to the marriage supper. She goes in and sits down beside him as his bride, his queen, in gold of Ophir. Arise, my love. 3. When he calls her into the new Jerusalem. Out of the marriage chamber they come. They rise up from the feast. They enter the city. He calls her into the city that he has prepared, the place that he had gone to prepare for her, the many mansions. John 14, 2, King James Version. Arise, my love. And 4. When he calls her up to his throne. This is the final act of blessing. Come sit with me on my throne. Come reign with me over a redeemed creation. Now the crown is put upon her head, and the royal robes adorn her. The everlasting kingdom is now hers. She is an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. Arise, my love. Thus he will speak to his church in the day of his coming glory, for then will the song of songs be realized to the full. Meanwhile, he speaks thus to us individually. As he said to Abraham in Ur, Go forth from your country. Genesis 12, 1. So does he speak to each of his Abrahams, his chosen ones. Come out and be separate. Arise, shine, for your light is come. Arise, leave the world. Become a pilgrim. Arise, leave your sins. Become holy. Arise, take up your cross and follow me. He spoke this way to each of us at first. He speaks this way to each of us still, every day. For every day is a repetition of the first message on his part and the first obedience on ours. Arise, come away, follow me. He speaks as the Saviour and as the Bridegroom. Let us hear, let us follow. Upward, still upward. Onward, still onward, is his beckoning. This is no place of tarrying, no congenial air or climate or company for the bride, the Lamb's wife. This is not our rest. This is not the resurrection land, the marriage hall, the new Jerusalem, nor the kingdom. We must not tarry here. We have foretastes here, but that's all. The Lord's Supper reminds us of the marriage supper. It is well to sit for an hour at the earthly table, but it's better to sit down forever at the eternal table. With such a summons and such a hope, let us not sleep as others do. Let us awake and arise and come away away from sin, death, and sorrow, away to the everlasting hills, the everlasting city, the everlasting glory. We are joint heirs with Him, partakers of His throne and crown.